from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods, moving, and storage studios. It's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they actually love, and create real and amazing relationships. Rachel Cruz, number one best-selling author, co-host of the super popular Smart Money Happy Hour with George Campbell. Uh, is my co-host today, number one best-selling author. How many times? I mean, you got a lot of accolades. I, oh, she's my daughter too. There's I don't that. know about that. Yeah, but you can keep them going. It's yeah, great. just keep keep. <laughs> How many number ones? I'm just kidding. Yeah, there's a lot of number one bestsellers. Yeah, <laughs> open phones at triple eight eight two five five two two five. We're going to talk about your life and you right in front of you. Jason starts us off in Austin, Texas. Hi, Jason. How are you? Hello, Dave. Rachel, how you doing? Better than we deserve. What's up in your world? Um, well, I thought really behind the eight ball, I was wondering if I could, um, put away for retirement and pay off, pay off debt at the same time. Um, I've been doing the baby steps and I have currently now went from 300 to $120,000 worth of student loan debt. I have a car loan of 33,000. And, um, you went from 300,000 in student loans down to a hundred and a quarter. Yes. Way yeah. to go, man. Yeah. I was working really hard. How you long know, did I, that um, take you? Um, it took me about three years. Wow. Three years. What do you make? So when I was in, so I'm a physician. So when I was in residency, I was making about 70. Um, my wife also worked, so she was making about 72. So we were living in kind of yeah. living off of one income. And What's your household income now? So currently it's two ninety. Oh man, you're awesome! Way to go! You're gonna yeah, knock this out in I, no time, aren't you? I I have nothing in retirement, so I'm one. I'm oh, you're okay. Just, How old okay? are you, Jason? Um, thirty-five. Okay. Oh man, you're gonna you're, pl- you're listen. Fine. You're gonna be debt free in a year and a half. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so wait a minute. Let's so, ju- ju- let's just. Let's just be real careful. You make $300,000 a year. You're 37 years old, and you have no debt. Can we retire rich? Answer, yes. Okay. Hello. Think okay. about it. Really? Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't so keep doing the baby steps? Just don't? Yes. Yeah. Don't? Yeah, keep keep doing the plan. You're doing great. I think you're probably getting a little fatigued, Jason. I mean, after three years I of it. Tired. Yeah. I mean, after three yeah. years, you're just like, oh, my gosh, is this... And so, and you're and you're hitting the 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 big or, ones now. And or so, worse than that, some doctor friend of yours started giving you financial advice. Everybody's buying houses right now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Every doctor, you know. Let yeah. me just tell you, broke doctors are like broke people in the music business. It's like most of them. They because they okay. they're really good at their craft, and they think that makes them good at money, and they suck at money. Most of the time, there's some doctors do a really good job, but MDs that are horrible with money and arrogant about it are like a, they're like a stereotype in our world. Yeah. And what's hard, Jason, is because don't take I think, advice from them. Yeah, because well, and I think, you know, because a lot of them can err on the side of having a larger income. And so what can happen with a larger income, just like you've experienced, you talk about this, Dave, is like it can just mask your mistakes and your bad habits because you just throw more money at it and it's fine. Until something starts to happen and you start to realize, wow, the thing I have built is a house of cards and I actually don't have great money habits. So for you, Jason, I think it's just this powerful imagery of, hey, if I actually do this stuff and I clear the debt and I do everything the right way, what you're going to do when you build wealth is actually true wealth. Like it's going to be on a really strong foundation because 
of the choices you're making today. And so, Very good. again, while everyone else looks Dude, like you, they're doing it, you you guys are going to be great, Jason. Listen, I promise you'll be fine. Some, yeah, I'm with Rachel. I'm going to put some gas in your tank because your tank's empty, but your car is awesome. I mean, you just, you need to, because you've been doing really yeah. good. You've been, I mean, for God's sakes, everybody around you should be taking your advice, not the other way around, okay? You need to okay. stick, put the pedal down and finish the race, man. The tape is in sight. Sprint for the finish line. And Jason, when you're you, right there, yes, man. Yes, and after you guys, again, looking at just the numbers, I'm like, and once you guys pay off this debt, to to your point, Dave, like, like that you're going to be able to build wealth, and you guys are going to be, you're going to do your 15% retirement you guys are going to be buying a house. You're going to pay it. Like before you know it, you're going to have money to be like, okay, now what Jason, do we do with this extra money? Your net worth. We're going to be you, able to invest even more in other things, right? I mean, like you're going to be fine. Yeah. I if you follow these steps, you'll be a millionaire plus when you're 40. Easy. Easy. Based on where you are right now. Easy. Probably 2 million. But if you just follow the steps, just do what we teach you to do. I mean, just don't. Oh, man. You're just doing so good. I'm so proud of you. All right, Clayton's in Kansas City. Hey, Clayton, what's up? Hi there. How are you today? Better than I deserve. How can we help? Awesome. Hey, um, so my main question is, uh, should we start paying off my wife's student loans right now, or should we wait until after she graduates? Uh, there's a couple factors and a couple plans we have. Um, so we've got a $10,000 emergency account. Her student loans currently are for $4,000, uh, but we will have to take out student loans for the next semester coming up here in October. Uh, for another four thousand, she goes to a pretty cheap online school. Um, well, no, we're not. No, stop, stop. The first thing you do, stop borrowing. That's step one. Yes, sir. Yeah. So you got the money to pay cash. Make sure you still got the money to pay cash at the end of our discussion. Okay. okay. Finish school with no more debt. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so the issue is that she lost her job a while ago, and we're getting ready to have a baby in October. So that Wonderful. was one of my questions is should we drain our emergency account to pay for these two semesters? And then what do you mean? How, how is she going to go to school, Clayton, and have a baby? Yep. Uh, so she's doing a fully online school. Okay. So and how I make, how is uh, she going to keep up with the work? I mean, like, um, I'll just be real. I mean, as someone that's had three kids. Mm-hmm. It's is it possible? Sure, anything's possible. Is it the smartest thing to do to go a semester into school while you're in the middle of having your first baby? I would if I were her, I would pause. Take a semester off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, take a have the baby. You guys save up some cash, make sure she's good. You're I mean, you guys are gonna be like zombies for about like two months yeah. uh with a newborn. So there's no reason to rush all of this. Is I if well, I if I were her, I would just pause for that yeah. next semester and you guys have your family enjoy yeah. that season what do you make uh i make four thousand four hundred and thirty three dollars a month what does she about. what's she studying she is uh, studying to be an elementary school teacher at graduate level um yeah so getting her master's degree oh getting her bachelor's bachelor's oh finishing her bachelor's okay so she's finishing up her undergrad okay yeah all right yep. cool. so it is uh it's an online school, and I guess the way it works is you—it's self-paced. So yeah. What is? Take, uh, uh, what, how, how old are you two? Uh, I'm 24, and she is 23. Okay. Rachel's right. If I were in your shoes, I would take a semester off. You guys, mm-hmm. you can work an extra job if you need to, and she takes care of the baby. And let's enjoy this, and not try to run past this mm-hmm. in a dead sprint. Uh, just, just take you know, 
And then you got plenty of time to get back, finish the degree. To save up and pay and the $4,000. Yeah. But don't pay off debt and then turn around and go back in debt and then pay off debt and then turn around and go back in debt. That's a dog chasing its tail. That's useless. Don't do that. This is The Ramsey Show. If current times have shown us anything, it's that the least expected events can and will happen and we have to deal with it. That's why everyone who has a family counting on them needs term life insurance. For over 25 years, the only insurance company I've recommended is Xander Insurance. Not only because they search all of the top term life plans to find you the best rates, but over the years, they have constantly changed and updated their systems to make the whole process simpler and easier to get the protection needed. You can now apply with a completely touchless experience with everything being done either over the phone or the internet. They also have plans with super competitive rates that don't require an exam, allowing you to skip a step and get the coverage you need faster. Go to Xander.com or call 800-356-4282. Great rates and a simple process mean there's no excuse to not get this done, people. Rachel Cruz, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Jade Warshaw, one of our other Ramsey personalities, is doing a budgeting webinar August the 9th. For most of you, that's tomorrow. And it's at 1230 Eastern Time. It's completely free. If you want to learn how to do a good budget, uh, particularly if you have a, an irregular, unpredictable income, we can help you with that, too. All of this is built into the world's best budgeting app called Every Dollar. And you can get on Every Dollar for free, download the app. But if you really want to learn how to use it for free, Jade will help you uh, with a few of her closest friends tomorrow. Go to everydollar.com slash budgeting and get signed up. Uh, and spoiler alert, uh, in a couple of days, we're going to be, uh, well, like tomorrow, we're going to start telling you Rachel Cruz is doing one <laughs> of these yep. webinars a little bit later in the month, right? August 15th. Yeah, and these are fun. We've, we're we excited to do these because budgeting is like, it's, it's the glue that holds so much of this together, and it's such a crucial piece, and it's a piece that a lot of people sometimes can skip over or have these ideas of what it is. But all the emotions around money, so many of those negative emotions can be solved through having a plan and actually being in control. So we're excited to dive in with you guys, and there's going to be Q&A portions, so we're going to get to hang out. Yeah, it's all for free. So Jade's is uh, tomorrow. It's actually, it's actually, a budgeting seminar is actually a free marriage seminar. Yeah, if you're, if you're married, we'll actually probably end up talking about more issues just, than just budgeting. Yeah, it's going gonna, gonna to bring up some stuff. Okay, yeah. Hey, question of the day uh, is brought to you by Neighborly, your hub for home services. They're the place to find reliable help for your home from trusted locally owned businesses like Glass Doctor, Mr. Handyman, and Shelf Genie. Visit Neighborly.com to find home experts that are available to serve you. Great company. So today's question comes from Clayton in Texas. I'd like to move to a nicer neighborhood. However, with the housing prices high and the interest rates high, I'm not sure it's the best time. The only debt I have is my house, $145,000 left on my loan at 2.65% rate. I'm confident I can sell my house for $300,000, if not more. The downfall is I'm giving up a low interest rate for a more expensive house and a higher rate. Thank you for your time. Yeah, I mean, this is a, this is a very standard question a lot of people are asking like hey i want to upgrade but then as they do the math and they look at the interest rate and over the life of a loan you know we say to pay it off 
faster than 15 years, but a 15 year loan, I mean, you're going to be paying a substantial more money towards your interest. And so for a lot of people, that's making them hesitant. But you guys, I mean, my my philosophy always with buying a home is buy it when you're ready. It's a great investment. We want everyone to own a home. We want you to have a primary residence when you're ready. It's a great part of your financial picture. And so, you know, you have to really be able to kind of take the noise and everything going on that you hear at the news and everything and, and, and kind of mute all of that and say, okay, where are we financially? And as long as your payment is within that 25% of your take-home pay, uh, you're on a 15-year fixed rate, and, and if all of that math still works for you and you have a good down payment, then you can move forward with it. But you have to know mathematically, yeah, we're going to be paying more in interest. But I mean, Dave, that's what, I mean, a lot of people are, they're, they're pausing a home buying because they're like, gosh, I have a good rate now in my current home. And if we move, it's, it's going to triple basically into a higher interest rate. Well, as long as you're at 25% of your take-home pay on a 15-year fix, there's two things going on when you do that. One is uh, you're going to get out of debt faster than 15 years, okay? Two is we know you can afford it, Yeah. that you're buying a house that is reasonable, your move-up is reasonable. If it fits those two things, Clayton, you should go ahead and do it now, okay? Because here, here's the thing. You, you said some incorrect things here, okay? However, with housing prices being high, no, honey. Housing prices just are. They're not high. They're high compared to yesterday. They're low compared to tomorrow. They're not coming back down. When you say they're high, it's almost as if you think they might come back down. They're not coming down. Okay? In 60 years, 70 years, house prices have gone down one time temporarily in 2008. And they shot back up. One time. If you're going to sit around and wait on one time in 60 or 70 years to happen, you're never getting a house. They're not coming down. You're buying a house the way it is now and when you're ready. That's right. Yep. As far as the interest rates go, I don't know if they'll come back down. If they do, refinance. If they don't, pay off the stupid loan because you know what my interest rate is on my loan? Zero because I don't have a loan. So there's a good way to get a 0%. Pay the stinking thing off. Pay it off. And then you don't worry about the interest rates. You're not keeping this thing around like it's a pet. You're getting rid of the mortgage. So, you you know, number one, house prices are not coming back down. If you're going to buy, this is the best time to buy in the next 20 years, right now, price-wise. Uh, if interest rates are, oh, I'm worried about interest rates being high. Interest rates are not high. They're not high historically. They are higher than Compared they to were. Compared 2.65, no, right? They're, they're like, higher yeah. than they were. But yeah. over the course of history, right. they're really not high. And so if they did come back down, then just refinance. Because they were they at what? When you were selling houses in the 80s. I was selling houses in the 80s. They were 17%. 17%. Yeah. 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 And they came down to 14. And people came out of their houses like they did after COVID. Trying to, you couldn't, they're stampeding to buy houses. And rates were 14. And then they went down to 10. And then they went down to 9. And somebody called me up and said, I don't want to buy a house at 9. I was on the radio then. And I'm like, why? It's 9. It may, as compared to 17, I thought it was awesome. Yeah. And I said, you'll never see six. And little did I know how <laughs> dumb I was. Of course, you saw six on the way down to three. But yeah. but the, the 3%, 2% interest rate range was artificially created by the government trying to recover from 2008. The market did not drive us down there. The market has hovered around six for decades, a couple of decades now, in and out of the 6% range. Mm -hmm. So historically, 
It's only compared to a year ago or two years ago that they're high. So this is the time to buy a house. It is the time for sure to sell a house. Yes. There's still more buyers than there are houses. Yep. Still a seller's market. So get with a good real estate agent. Go to RamseySolutions.com. Click on uh, ELP for Ramsey Trusted Endorsed Local Provider for real estate agent that knows what the flip they're doing. It has experience and sells a bunch of houses. And if you're ready to move, you're out of debt, you're buying it, 25% of your take-home pay, Rachel's exactly right. It's not based on all the noise that you're hearing from your friends or in the marketplace. It's when you're ready. It's like I was with this wine expert the other day who's one of the most renowned wine guys in the world. Mm -hmm. And um, he, he, he said, I said, what is that good wine? And he said, do you like it? That's the definition of good wine. Do you like it when you are ready? Yeah. You know, and so, you know, do you, you like yeah. it? Are yeah. you ready? Are you in good shape? Are you ready to make the move? Bia is with us in Seattle. Hi, Bia. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Is it Bia? Bia, yes. I did say it right. Good. All right. How can I help? Yes. Hello, Dave. Hello, Rachel. God bless both of you, and thank you for taking my call. Sure. Um, I want to know if I should sell an investment property that I own. Do you like it? I do like it. Okay. Why are you selling it? Because I am in debt right now. My combined debt with car loan, I just got a, a new unsecured loan. So all of my debt combined is $114,297 and 65. What the crap did you buy, Bia? <sighs> It's a mixture of credit cards, personal loans, car loans, and charge So you've been cards. spending like you're in Congress for how long? I did. Since I left the military, I retired about 10 years ago. I have paid off some debt, um, but I still have that debt left. So it's a combination of one unsecured signature loan and three other separate credit cards. It's my total debt. Thanks for your service. When are you mm -hmm. going to when are you going to stop overspending? I am in the midst of changing right now, which is one of the reasons why I called. Yeah, good. Yes. Okay, because if you sell the rental property and pay off all the debt, and you keep overspending, you'll be right back here in ten Haven't years. I've changed right? you. Yeah. Okay. Hey, be at stay so on the line the because Skylar's going to pick up. We're heading into a break, but uh, we want to. I want to put you through Financial Peace University because this is our our nine lesson course that will walk you through not just the head knowledge of what to do, but actually the behavior change is what we're kind of keying on. Right? If you sell this and just throw the money at it, you haven't changed. You can get right back in the same issues. You have to change you. And so this has community, has coaching, it has so many elements to come under you and help you through this new journey. If, so if stay on the line. If you will stay on a budget and live on less than you make, yes, you should sell the rental and get rid of the debt. But only if you're going to stay on a budget and live on less than you make. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey, it's Dr. John Deloney, and one of the most common questions I get is how to get something off your chest. A deep secret you've never told anyone, or maybe something that happened to you, something you've done that you're worried about because bringing it to light will disrupt your life, anything. I say this all the time, secrets will kill you, but it's hard to know where to start when it comes to talking about scary, dark things. Therapy can be a safe, effective place to get things off your chest, to learn how to say hard things out loud, and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I've personally been blessed to have a great therapist who helps me get those heavy things off my chest. 
If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's flexible because it's online, so you can suit it to fit your schedule. Just fill out a short questionnaire, you get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no extra cost. It's time to get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Deloney today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Deloney. Rachel Cruz, Ramsey personality, number one best-selling author. My daughter is my co-host today. Be sure and check her and George out. The uh, Smart Money Happy Hour has a uh, once-a-week podcast drop. It drops on Thursday, right? Yes, every Thursday. So new episodes. Every Thursday. If you want to figure out what these two are drinking, I mean, uh, what their <laughs> advice is, you can find we it out there. do mocktail and cocktail, so you get both. Yeah, I, I just, I'm a little, I saw on social media, I don't see much on social media, but I was thumbing through my Insta. What do you call that? The gram? What no, do you call you're right. It's the Insta. It's the gram. Keep going. The gram. And there's a little kid, 10 years old. Yeah. Drinking. <laughs> The mocktail <laughs> that you all taught him to make oh, on probably a fun Smart Money Happy Hour. So I think you're causing juvenile delinquency. No! That's what I'm thinking. It's probably muddled, there was no alcohol in it. It was probably muddled strawberries it was with the, some mint. No, it was the one with like the. A, it was like a float. It had like ice cream oh, or something. Oh yeah, I mean we yeah we have yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah, Listen, you need something I, I just, fun. I think you're causing problems while with the you youth talk of America. about pop culture and money. And hey, we get we get messages all the time. That six-year-olds, seven-year-olds love the show, and even like eighty-year-olds love and the show. And you're teaching them to drink. We got no, we're not. <laughs> we're not teaching them to drink. Listen, it's not a show about drinking, people. I'm just kidding. It's okay? a happy they hour show. They do have a drink of the day, and it's because like, it's happy hour. Yeah, and sometimes it's happy it has hour. alcohol. So check it out. It's, <laughs> it's always funny. fun and funny because George and Rachel are, if anything, they're fun. If anything, they're always fun. Brings so be sure fun. to check it out. I think somebody wishes we talked about money a little bit more and a little less fun sometimes, but we have a lot of fun. It, it's kind of in the title, Smart Money Happy Hour. There's that. Yeah, okay. So I'm just, just holding you accountable to that. That's all. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Madison is in Des Moines, Iowa. Hi, Madison. How are you? Hey, good. Thanks for having me, guys. Sure. What's up? Um so my question is, I have a camper that I'm renting out and making good money on, um, but we're living in a dumpy house and we got a lot of debt that we need to tackle. So should I sell that camper and make, uh, get like $15,000 back plus get rid of that loan debt and put that on my current debt? Or should I move my family into the camper and um, kind of use that as our uh use it as a way to decrease our expenses okay i'm a little bit unclear how you rent out campers for money what's going on to explain that to me yeah oh yeah there's some great uh websites that you can go it's kind of like an airbnb oh so it's it's like um, a camper uber okay that's right yeah so i just uh, drop it off to people and they rent it for a weekend or something my God, what will they come up with next? Okay, I didn't know. Yeah. I, I'm just learning something. Okay. So what is it? Do, how, how much do you make on that? I'm just curious. I'm going to tell you to sell it anyway, but how much do you make on it? I've been making about a grand a week, which has been nice extra cash for us. What's it worth? The camper is worth 43000 How much do you owe but on I it? I owe 25000 25000 Every week you're making $1,000. 
Every week that it's rented, I would say. Oh, well, no kidding. How many weeks is it rented? Uh, Most weeks. I probably... At least three weeks a, a month. And is that is that year-round, though, Madison, or is that just because of the summer? Just because of the summer. Okay. I have been looking into okay. uh, shipping So you're not making $52,000 a year, $1,000 a week. You're making $20,000 a year. Yes. Okay. All right. Um, that's helpful yeah. because I was about to just have a coronary over here. About to go on a <laughs> camper business. But anyway, the um, <laughs> no, yeah, sell it. I, listen, you're not in a position to be in the camper investment Airbnb business. You're broke. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you already knew. I just said how, it more bluntly. How much debt do you guys have, Madison, total? Combined with me and my husband, we have about 140000 in On debt. what? Um, uh, we have a, a business that we started, and that's been doing really well. But to, the startup cost for that was uh, we have about 15000 left on that. We have a vehicle. I have student loans. Um, How much you owe on the vehicle? The vehicle about forty thousand. What do you owe on the student loans? Forty five thousand. Okay. And how uh, much do you guys make a year? Uh, about one hundred forty four thousand. And then the and then you owe twenty on the camper. Twenty five on the twenty five on the camper. That gets us to one forty. Okay. Hey yeah 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 yeah. And your household income's what? One hundred forty four thousand. And you're in a dumpy house. Yeah, we are renting because uh, we moved back from Florida, weren't sure what to do with the business, but we really need to have a place that we have the business at home because it's so uh, inconvenient right now. Uh, the house is is not in the best shape, not in the best neighborhood. And how so long, you, you, move, you don't have two years tax returns on the business though, do you? I don't have uh, my tax returns. The CPA that I hired to no, do No, I mean, you haven't had the business two so. years, have you? I have. It's in the third year right now. Okay. Did you make enough in the two years on your tax returns when you do get them done to take them to the mortgage company and get a mortgage for a house? Yes. Okay. So if you sold the camper and you tore into the debt and knocked out the debt and then saved up a down payment and you, sold could, the car. you could and you sold a car, you could be debt free yeah. um, in less than a year and start talking about buying a house. Yes. So how's that, how's that sound? That we're at now. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Okay. Yeah, Madison, if I were you guys, it, I would just sell every, like sell whatever you can. Sell the camper, sell the car, like all that stuff you can yeah. rebuy both later. Cats. Sell both cats. But it's like, just get rid of stuff. And I mean, obviously the, the student loan and the business loan, those are still going to be around, but knock those two out. And yeah, and I think you guys are going to be in a totally different position. I think it's a good just mental exercise for you guys. Here's just to thing. get you've yeah. been carrying around all this stuff that's equated to carrying around debt and just getting rid of some of it i think it's going to bring you a lot of peace madison it's kind of a minimalism move for yeah. you guys yeah and and yeah. and and you're the thing is you're just entrepreneurial and you see something shiny and you jump on it yeah and that's how the camper thing happened and then oh and then i could go over and do this and i can do that and i could do this and then all of a sudden your life got real cluttered yeah and that's exactly right well yeah. the camper we bought because we moved into it and we were living in it for a while, and then we have three kids. That didn't work. Um, so we decided the we adventure need a house, was over. But now yeah. we're in the house, and that's not working either. So. Yeah. Well, let's let's have a one year to eighteen month plan to be one hundred percent debt free with an emergency fund and a down payment because mm-hmm. you're making really good money and get real focused with a mm-hmm. budget to do all this and then sell everything in sight, sell so much stuff. The kids think they're next and really get in gear here and let's get this stuff done. Rachel's exactly right. That's what I would do. Cause I can see what the thing is that, that with the, 
the cluttered approach, the chaotic approach that you've used to money so far has uh, kind of made you feel like you can, you're never going to get there. And we can see the numbers where you're really going to get there very fast yeah. if you take these dramatic moves. Yeah, absolutely. And and I think it's just going to it's going to bring you guys a level of peace and control that you just haven't had, Madison. I mean, but of 140, 80K is a camper and a car. Right. That's what I'm saying. So I'm like, it's, it's amazing just like removing some of that, you know, and then you put your life on top of Madison with three kids and you guys are working, you're starting a business. I mean, you guys have a lot of moving pieces in your life anyways. And so just simplifying and getting stuff out, I think is going to feel really cleansing to you guys in more ways than just the financial. I think it's really going to be helpful. And then, and then working a plan and being intense on that plan seeing progress and goals you guys are really goal oriented so you're going to start to feel that traction and I, yeah i think you guys are going to kill it i mean yeah i think you're going to do great yeah that's very good you, you really got the potential if you just but you're going to have to yeah. make some pretty dramatic shifts here yep. in the short term to get your long-term goals but i mean visualize three years from now you're living in a nice home with a 15-year fixed where the payment's no more than a fourth of your take-home pay your business is continuing to grow and you've got no debt other than that I can breathe that in, and that feels like a better life. And that's not... That's worth That's worth no camper, no car. Yes, and that's not out of reach, Madison. That no, dream that's, that's, for three that, years, like that's, that's com- reality. That's completely doable. Yep, absolutely. Mathematically, with the math you gave us, it's doable. But you guys got to line up and get after it. You got to bust it. And if you do that, then this will work for you. Good stuff. Good stuff. Hey, thank you for calling in. Man, I love people. I just learned something every day on this show. Dave's like... Make money renting out a camper? Well, I'm thinking. Should I? $42,000 camper, and you're getting $1,000 a week. In 42 months, you paid for the thing. I mean, it's 42 it, it weeks. It is an you amazing world we live in of what you weeks can you rent out. For the thing. Even but, rent out but your car. But it doesn't stay rented. I mean, you rent out everything. It took Makes me a money. minute to get to the bottom of the business pro forma. But yeah, okay. Anyway, this is The Ramsey Show. Fake it till you make it. It's popular career advice, but it doesn't work for very long. If you don't love what you do, you can't fake the enthusiasm and energy you need to win at work. You also can't fake your physical health and energy. Everybody knows we should eat more fruits and veggies, but fruit chews and veggie chips don't count. If you aren't winning physically, I promise you're limiting your opportunities to win professionally. Folks, I know you're going hard right now to pay off debt and get ahead professionally. You need another gear, and that's why Balance of Nature will help you. They help me. They give me the benefits of fresh, whole fruits and veggies in just seconds. The blend of 31 different fruits and veggies is powdered in an advanced process that locks in the nutrients. So go to balanceofnature.com and enter the promo code RAMSEY to get 35% off your first order and lock in a lifetime price as a preferred customer. That's balanceofnature.com with the promo code RAMSEY for 35% off your first order. Rachel Cruz, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. I'm Dave Ramsey, your host. Thanks for listening to The Ramsey Show. We appreciate you. If you'd like to know more about what's going on and how you fit into this, Jake, uh, go to RamseySolutions.com and click the Get Started button. We'll help you figure out the best next step in your journey and uh, help you along the way in the whole process. So thanks for hanging out with us. Josh is in Shreveport, Louisiana. Hey, Josh, welcome to The Ramsey Show. Hey guys, thanks for taking my call. Sure, what's up? So my question is, my wife and I are working through the baby steps right now, and uh, around the first of the year, we should be starting baby steps four, five, and six. Excellent. And so I'm a, I'm a high income earner, uh, and so my question is, can we take 
I know we're supposed to do 15% towards retirement. What if we only did 10% and took the other 5% and helped get our mortgage out of the way as well? Well, how much, is, what do you make? What's your high income? Uh, about 500000 Good for you. What do you do? I'm a physician. Way to go, man. Way to go. Well, obviously, you. Josh, you're a grown person. You're allowed to do whatever you want to do. Um, you're I, just asking if we would do that, I think. Yes, sir. Okay. So you, you certainly can do that. And will you end up broke if you do that? No. No. You'll have a paid-for house and a little less in retirement, and then you'll uh, probably correct and start doing more investments when you don't have a house payment, I assume, right? Yes, sir. That, that's correct. Uh, we're, okay. Um, right now, we, we have 600000 in retirement already. Yep. Okay. Um, and Not bad. You know, we'll, mm-hmm. yes, sir, we're, we're, we're working at it. How so much is the house? How much do you have left on the house? Well, about 500000 Okay. All right. Well, here's the thing. It, it, the, it's a pretty simple thing. It's just, if you, uh, do 10% instead of 15%, the house is going to be paid off a little faster and you're going to have a little less in retirement. If you do it our way, you're going to have a little more in retirement and it's going to take a little bit longer to pay off the house. But, um, it, you know, neither one of these are going to break the bank. I, I, I would tell you that I've, I, I'm, you know, you're going to be okay. There's neither one of these are in the stupid column. Like you're in, please don't do that. You're going to destroy your life. None of that is in this discussion. Okay. So this is just nuanced okay. stuff. So you do, you, you need to do whatever you feel is best for you. I'm very comfortable that you're going to get both things done anyway. And, and, um, it's not, and honestly, I think you'd be surprised if you actually put a spreadsheet on this, that it's not going to make that much difference at the end of the story, say a 15 year, uh, timeline, time horizon, how much difference is your net worth going to be one way or the other? It's not going to be much. You're not really gaining hardly anything. So I'm going to stick with our plan because I've seen it work so many times. I'm really not going to stray from it, but I'll just say again, a, uh, but because I, I don't want to put out there that oh well if you're a high income earner this stuff doesn't apply to you yes it does yeah sure yes, it does and um you know and if you had a hundred thousand dollar mortgage and you made a hundred thousand dollars a year instead of making a half million with a half million dollar mortgage I would tell you exactly the same thing so the it's still just ratios and so uh you know you're going to be in debt x number of years longer my way maybe two years more something like that than you would your way. So it's a two-year differentiation that we're discussing. We're not even arguing about. But, but no, it doesn't change it. Your income doesn't change the principles. So um, the other thing is this. Yeah, yeah, that's what I would do. I, 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 would, do, I would stay right with the baby steps. Yeah. But, but, but it's not, again, I, you're going to get to the end. You're going to be fine. As long as you stay on either one of those tracks mm-hmm. and you don't go off into the la la land and start buying bitcoin or some stupid butt stuff or something then you're gonna be just fine you know you're gonna be fine good good call thank you for joining us all right christian is in pittsburgh hey christian what's up hi so i was calling um i'm currently working a career that i'm pretty much burnt out in and i don't know how much longer i can do it um so i was wondering if i should try and stick it out to save up the money to go back to school or if it would be worth it to take a loan out in this case what do you do? I'm a nurse, a critical care nurse. Okay. And what How long have you been doing it? Uh, two and a half years. And what do you want to do? Aviation. 
Oh, okay. to be a commercial pilot. Hmm. What got you into nursing? Yeah. Um, so when I was 14, I joined the fire department. That turned into working on the ambulance, and then that kind of um, turned into nursing um, and doing critical care. And um, aviation actually has always been something I wanted to do, but nursing was just an easier path at the time. How much does it cost to to go through that schooling to get your pilot's license? It depends on the program that I do. Um, anywhere from fifty to a hundred thousand dollars. What do you make? But the um, my fiance and I combined household is one hundred twenty thousand a year. You're not combined. You're not married. What do you make? Wow, I make uh, sixty thousand. We both make sixty thousand. That's weird. You're working critical care 40 hours and you're only making 60 grand in Pittsburgh? Yeah, Pittsburgh has a lot of nursing schools, so they have very low, they, it's a, you know, um, supply and demand. There's a huge supply of nurses, not a ton of demand because yeah. they can get new grads that come in. Yeah, we actually just did a uh, salary episode for the Smart Money Happy Hour. George and I did, and we just taped it yesterday. And yeah, we the nursing, yeah, it was right around, that's the national average, actually. It's right around there. Uh, which yeah. is which was lower than what I was not even in critical thinking, care. That's not that's that's low for critical care. Uh, okay. Um, no, I'm not going to tell you to go into debt for anything ever. Yeah. I haven't in 35 years, and we're not going to start today with you. Okay. Now, past that, uh, then what do we do to live a proper life and live your dream? Right. Um, so you need 50 grand and you need to adjust where you're working because it's not nursing that's driving you nuts. It's the location and the people and the particular stress of critical care that's driving you nuts. Okay. You didn't suddenly lose your heart for healing. You've had a heart for healing for a decade or more. You're not burnt out on healing. Are there other positions, Christian, that you're aware of in the nursing field that you're like, okay, I could I could do that for three more years or for two more years while I save? Um, there, and- yeah, there are. The problem is that I don't meet the ex- experience requirements for that yet. So like being a flight nurse working on the helicopter was also a dream of mine, but they require five years experience. I'm only at three. So I'd need to do it for two more years. Who's they? Um, uh, the local, the ho- that particular me. hospital? That's not no, an industry standard. Every, um, three to five years is the industry standard for flight nursing hmm. of experience, critical care experience. Well, you got three, so that's good. Yeah. <laughs> so I just um, wonder if... So I, yeah, and you the, came the out of the fire department, is, so you should know somebody. Yeah, the problem is all the services near me, um, due to their unions, require five years um, so it would have to move, and currently my fiance is under a contract with her job that we can't move because she took a sign-on bonus. It's kind of where I'm yeah. stuck. So I'm going to make some yeah. kind of an adjustment yeah. because the adjustment that you're talking about making is stupid. Don't do it. Okay. You're going to go into debt to become a pilot, and it's going to take you forever to start making a living doing that because you're 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 begin you're going to start at the beginning again i mean entry level and entry level pilots don't make spit in today's world okay i mean you're getting ready to take a pay cut and go in debt for the opportunity no thank you now do you want to go be a pilot sure that's fine i got no issue with that if that's what the game you want to play but um i i really think you have a heart for healing 
and I don't know that you'll be a nurse 10 years from now, but I think you easily got three or four more years left in you. You may just need to adjust where you are and how you're doing it. And do you pick up a travel nursing gig and double your income uh, temporarily and be gone a little bit from the fiance and try to make some money mm-hmm. and, you know, refresh your spirit and uh, refresh your wallet to get ready to go work on this. But, but dude, you're going to spend 50, 60, 80 grand to go be a pilot, and then you're going to make less than you make now. Well, that doesn't make any sense at all. Okay. And so we've got to have a better plan than that, that has some common sense around it. Yes, do what you love, but don't do what you love in a way that's stupid. That's always a bad plan. And people justify a lot of stupidity because it's my passion. That's dumb. Don't do that. And you're not going to. You're not going to because you're thinking about it. We appreciate you calling. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey, it's Rachel Cruz. If you like what you heard in this episode and want to know more about getting started on the Ramsey Baby Steps, go to RamseySolutions.com and click the Get Started button. We'll help you figure out the best next step for you based on your specific situation. That's RamseySolutions.com and click Get Started. Hey, it's James, producer of The Ramsey Show. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services you heard about during this episode. Thanks for listening.